Welcome to the Fitness Fee Podcast. So today's episode is going to be all about me. Who am I? What have I done? Where have I been? (laughs) Um, And why am I a coach now? Okay. So I just thought it'd be nice for you to know a little bit of background about Fitness Fee, where she originated from, um, and a little bit about my journey as well, so that you can understand why I do the things that I do. And the fact that my life experience um, helps me do the job that I do, which is to coach you and other people who struggle with things in their life based around fitness, nutrition, mindset. Um, So just think giving you a little bit of an insight as into what I've been through can help you realize that I can really relate to the things that you're going through. Um, So if we rewind about 20 years, I think it is, um, I would have been in my, um, I'm trying to think now, my mid twenties probably, when I realized that um, I wanted something else in life. Um, I wasn't sure what it was and I started to want to get fit. Um, I've always been petite, um, but I was just looking to get fitter. So I went to an aerobics class where, and this time I lived in Falmouth, Cornwall, um, and I loved it. I got hooked, totally and utterly hooked. Um, I used to go to, I started off going once a week and then the lady that was taking the class, she did two classes a week. So I progressed to two classes a week and you could not keep me away. I loved the vibe. I loved how I felt afterwards and the buzz it gave me. And I very quickly realized that this is the career that was for me. Before that, I wasn't really doing much. I'd you know worked in various places pubs uh shops um i think at the time actually i was actually at the time i was um working as a cornish pasty maker (laughs) for chokes bakery in falmouth so if anybody is from that area they will know chokes bakery um so I decided that I wanted to be an aerobic instructor and that is what I was going to do. So I took my exercise to music uh, exam and I passed it and I started to do my own classes alongside working uh, in the pasty shop. Uh, I very quickly realized it was really what I wanted to do and I just needed to find a way to make it my full-time career. Um, I ended up working at the local leisure centre in Falmouth in Ships and Castles and quickly worked my way up from a part-time fitness instructor um, and made my way up to duty manager over a period of time um, and I loved it. Um, And then I kind of got to a stage where I realised I couldn't 
really progress much further and there was just something else that I, I felt I needed in my life um so bizarrely of all the things that I could have done I decided to move to Saudi Arabia as a single woman <laughs> maybe not the best decision to make but at the time for me I was um I think I was in my early 30s by then um I'd just come out the other side of divorce and um I just felt I needed to do something totally and utterly different and I probably picked the most bizarre thing that there was to pick. Um, and at that time when I moved to Saudi Arabia, which was 2005, um, life in Saudi was a lot different to what it is today. So women weren't allowed to drive. Um, you weren't allowed to... Um, what you had to wear in a buyer, sorry. So you had to always cover, when you were out in public, you had to cover from uh, head to toe um, in a black abaya. Um, it was very hard. It was a hard life, especially as a single white female, I will say. Um, life was very restrictive, but I lived on a Western compound um, and yeah it was good it was a good life the the sun shone every day pretty much give or take uh it was hot you could go for a swim every day you could go to the beach at the weekend um we used to go partying yes you could get alcohol although it is banned in the country um so yeah it was good it was a good life i loved it um my full intention was to go for a year i was working out there as a fitness instructor um, training ladies and also working for myself, um, training princesses, believe it or not. Um, I used to teach a lot of Pilates at the time. Um, and it was, it was good fun. I met a lot of people, made a lot of friends. Um, I met my husband out there and ended up getting married, which wasn't on the plan at all, uh, and having two absolutely amazing children who were both born out in Jeddah. Um, and yeah, it was great. Expat life is amazing. It is very much, especially in the Middle East, I think, being in a little bubble um, that's the only way I can really describe it. You know, life was good. It was, I had my kids, I kind of like sidetracked from the fitness side of things for quite a few years because my focus was mainly on the children. I was a stay at home mom. I didn't really work. I did do a few classes. I did have some clients, um, but it was really more of a hobby for me at that time. My main focus were my, were my children. Um, so yeah, for a few years, I did lose my way a little bit in the fitness industry. Um, like I say, it wasn't my main focus. And then in 2016, we ended up coming back to the UK. Um, circumstances were out of our control, so it wasn't our choice um, to come back to the UK. And unfortunately, we ended up coming back to the UK in the dead of winter, which was a shock to the system believe me <laughs> um we only used to come home in the winter for christmas holidays and then we jet back off into the sunshine again um so as you can imagine it was extremely hard to come back to the uk 
Um, definitely came back with a bang. Um, so the first couple of years back in the UK, um, post 2016 were really hard, really hard for me. I struggled enormously with adjusting to the way of life. Um, and it was, it was tough. It was really tough. Um, I did manage to get myself another job back in the fitness industry. Um, but unfortunately that was extremely short lived because, um, bizarrely I had been offered a job, um, at St. George's park in the Hilton. Um, and the Friday before I was due to start my new job, uh, on the Monday, um, I was diagnosed with triple negative breast cancer. I was, it was 2017. Um, and I was 40, I have to think now, how old am I? Um, 44? Yeah, five years ago. 44. I was, yeah, is that right? 44? I'm trying to think now. Which was devastating, as you can imagine. Um, I had found a lump in my breast. Um, I did do something about it immediately. I didn't ignore it. The doctor didn't seem overly concerned. Apparently he'd felt quite a lot of breasts in his time. In his time. That's actually what he did say to me when I went to the doctors. Uh, and he was sure it was nothing sinister, um, but I would send you for a checkup anyway. Um, unfortunately it was. Um, it turned out that I had two lumps in my breast um, and it's what they call triple negative breast cancer, which means it's um, negative against the three hormones that breast cancer is generally associated with. Um, so, yeah, the course of action was mastectomy and chemo. Uh, I was given the choice in which direction I could head, which one I wanted to choose first. Uh, I, at the time in the headspace that I was in, I just, all I could think about was saving my breast for as long as I possibly could, even though I knew it had cancer in it. So after I'd had my initial senatal node removal operation to see if the cancer had spread to my nodes, uh, which fortunately it hadn't, I underwent chemotherapy. Um, I was due to have six rounds. Um, and then the plan was to have a mastectomy after that. I only actually made it to round four. Um, after that, uh, just before I was about to start round five, I suffered a horrific infection in my original site where they'd operated to remove the nodes, um, which consequently meant I had a week in hospital. Um, and ended up leaving hospital with a great big hole under my arm because the infection um, on the inside obviously needed to come out somehow. So it came out and created a large cavity in, under my arm, which obviously meant that I couldn't have any more chemotherapy um, because my immune system was extremely low. Uh, and if you've got anything like open wounds, it's very difficult 
for them to control it when they're giving you chemotherapy. So all treatment stopped um, until my wound had healed up. They couldn't do anything until that happened, which was a long slog, really hard work. Um, I did remain very positive through my treatment. It wasn't easy. Um, but for me, all it all I could focus on was my fitness um, because that was something I could control and my positivity so that my children wouldn't be impacted by it or to be impacted as little as possible. My solution was to be as positive as possible for them because um, ultimately I wanted to be here for them in the long term for the future um and that was the only thing that i could control there was lots of things that i couldn't but that was one of the few things that i could and my fitness i didn't always feel like doing it but if i could and uh, then i did because it made me feel better um so i ended up having my mastectomy in the november um 2000 and 17 it would have been the end of the year where my wound had healed up almost enough for them to operate and it not be too too much of a risk a risk so they basically sewed my the hole up um and then removed my left breast uh, the good news was that once they'd um, analysed the, the breast that they'd removed, the chemotherapy had actually been doing its job really, really well. One of the lumps had completely disappeared and the original lump that I had found had reduced dramatically in size. So it was a positive. Uh, the other positive was that I didn't actually have to have any radiotherapy and they gave me the all clear, I think it was just before the Christmas actually, in 2017. Um, my fitness was back on course. I was, you know, keeping up. I used to mainly run actually at that time because it was the one thing that I could do that didn't cost me anything. Um, I had a little bit of a gym in my garage and I did used to do some weights, but the main focus for me was running because I could do that and it made me feel really good. Um, and then, of course, I wanted to get my life back on track. I wanted to start working again as soon as I was given the all clear. Um, and luckily for me, I did. I managed to get myself a job working at a local gym to me now where I am in New Toxeter, which is Staffordshire. And um, I was started off as a gym instructor there, basically from the bottom again, and worked my way up to the fitness manager. And my passion for helping people reach their goals was sparked once more. Um, something that I'd always wanted to do was the nutrition side of it. It's something that I'd never really focused on before. Uh, for myself, fitness had always been the key. It was always the way that when I was younger, I could, I was quite lucky actually i could i was teaching a lot of classes um and i could basically eat what i wanted to pretty much i mean i'm not a big appetite because i'm not a very big person i'm very i've always been very petite but um 
I never really focused on my diet at all. It wasn't until I obviously was in my 40s that I realized that it was um, it was a big factor to, re to get to your goals um, was what you ate. And I knew this, um, but I didn't have enough knowledge about it and I wanted to learn more. So I initially did um, an, a two-day um, nutrition course with um the um sorry they're called the l d n m guys which is um two guys they're brothers that um started a business up a few years ago um and i forget what their names are now how awful is that oh that's it there it's uh james and tom exton um and i did their course that they've got at third space in london um with josh who works for them there um he's a great guy and i learned so much i met quite a few really really amazing people on that course um and that really set the foundations for me i knew which direction i wanted to take from that moment i knew that i wanted to go into coaching and i knew this was the way forward it wasn't just the fitness there was so much more to fat loss weight loss than just being in the gym um and then but i, I started my own coaching business i started dabbling a little bit online um and it progressed from there and then i think we would have been approaching 2020 which was the year of the lockdown uh which really gave me the opportunity to expand what i wanted to do um and go more online um and focus really on coaching people and getting them to reach their goals and gaining more knowledge for myself so that then progressed from eventually quitting my job um as fitness manager i don't i didn't go back after lockdown of 2021 when we came out of the the lockdown after the christmas um by that time i had really established myself online i'd got quite a lot of clients um and there was so much more that i wanted to do um i enrolled um myself on the eiq nutrition course run by emma and amelia and that was like something that i'd wanted to do for so long and it was one of the best things that i've ever done if anybody who is in the fitness industry wants to enhance their coaching skills and their ability to understand the evidence side um of coaching people from a compassionate point of view then i cannot recommend that course enough even if you're not in the fitness industry and it really interests you um it's a, it's a great course to take honestly uh, i can't like i say i can't recommend it enough um yeah so from there my business is really really flourished i was very very lucky to be asked to work for james smith academy as well in 
2021. Um, I've been working for him for just over a year now. So I'm part of the coaching team on his app. So if you're a JSA member um, and you're on the app and you're chatting away to the coaches, I am one of those general coaches, which has also given me skills and understanding where people are coming from and the struggles that they have and how to offer them solutions. Um, that all adds to my skills as um, as a coach. Um, so I have got a lot of experience and I haven't finished by any means whatsoever. My journey uh, for myself personally in my fitness and in my business is always growing and it's always ongoing. Um, for those of you who don't know, I actually have my own coach as well. So I'm a coach that has a coach. I think it's a, you know, I have multiple coaches actually. <laughs> I have a coach for my own fitness and nutrition and I also have a coach for my business as well. Um, and I think that's a massive help because I am then supported and made to be accountable to somebody for my actions. And it does make it so much easier. So when I'm talking to my clients going like, you know, accountability is key. I know what I mean, because it's key for me too. I have my own goals that I want to reach for my fitness as well. And for me, it's a no brainer to have somebody else tell me pretty much what to do and set my training programs for me because I don't have to think about it then that it like saves me so much brain power that my coach goes to me, right, here's your next 12 week program, stick to this, this is based on what we're trying to achieve, what your goals are. And let's, you know, let's get going. And she's there for me. And she's my accountability. Um, so when somebody comes to me asking me about coaching, um, I can understand as well, because it's something that I do. And I know what I get from it. Um, what effort it, effort it takes to put into that. Um, so I can understand you and the struggles that you have because I'm on that same same level as well. Um, so what's 2022 for me? Well, it's going to be a big year for me uh, in lots of ways. Um, the first thing that I've got, if we're just talking about the next three months, is I've got a photo shoot again in end of April. And I know photo shoots aren't for everybody, and that's fine. But for me, it gives me a goal to work for. I tend to use the photos for my business, for promotional. It's content for that. This one is a gym photo shoot, and I'm doing it with my coach and a group of girls that she coaches as well. Most of them are my friends. Well, they're all my friends. Um, and my bestie as well, um, which is fun, and I love it. It keeps me focused, and it's what I like doing. My other goals, uh, oh, and in the middle of that, I have to have a hernia operation as well, so <laughs> I don't make things easy for myself at all. So, yes, a hernia operation in the middle of my diet phase towards a photo shoot, not the best planned, but these things... Um, uh, well, it's not. Con I can't control the date of that. Um, I have to have it done. It's something that I need done, and um, I shall work around it as best as I can. 
um, and just looking to grow my business and, you know, be there for people that need support and accountability. I want to help anybody that and everybody that I can um, reach their goals and do it in a sustainable and realistic way because I know that that's what works because it's what's worked for me as well. So I hope that gives you a little bit of an idea of um, who I am, where I've been, <laughs> what gives me my experience to pass on to you um, and help you reach your goals uh, and the things that you want to achieve in life. So now I've probably waffled on far too long. Um, so that is just scratching the surface really. I could have gone a lot deeper, but I didn't feel like going very deep today. <laughs> okay. Um, yes, so I am going to finish that there because I am beginning to waffle a lot. I hope that you feel that you've got to know me a little bit better. And I look forward to speaking to you again soon.